0: I'm Zee and today with me we have Rowan um, hey. and Ian from Hello. Plain Black Creative. Can you tell us more about you, yourself?
1: My name's Ian from Plain Black Creative and uh, I was a jack of all trades for 20 years, master of none.
2: Experienced.
1: <laughs> Life experience, <laughs> yes. And then uh, about 12 years ago, talked my way into a sales and marketing position complete another bollocks interview uh, where I just lied essentially, uh, did really well in that position, then took on a marketing role uh, and then got into sales and advertising and realized the whole industry is pretty much corrupt and geared to take money away from small businesses.
2: So Ian's sitting here right now with tinfoil wrapped around his head by the sounds of things. <laughs> I can assure you he's not one of those guys. No,
1: definitely not. Just, uh, yeah, so we, we decided to be the change, really, and started a small company called Your Copyright and then changed the name of that uh, about four years ago to Plain Black Creative because of Plain Black T-shirts. So just the basics, Plain Black tees. And uh, decided to look after the little guy a little bit more with uh, simple branding, effective branding, all the experience that I've gained from a few years of
2: life experience.
1: life experience, being an old guy. and uh, yeah, it's gone really, really well. Uh, I was very interested in, very interested in uh, your podcast on building a business because that's definitely not what I've done. I've bought myself a job, uh, but... But you enjoy it. I do enjoy it. And I have the luxury of not having to work too much because there's a bit of money around. Mm. So, pretty lucky.
2: Yeah, cool. Well done. So, we thought we'd get Ian on board with the podcast. He's got some interesting thoughts and it's been around small business owners. He is in a small business as well for a long time. So, just a bit of a different opinion, a bit different perspective, and, and make it a little bit more interesting for everyone.
0: Yeah. Welcome to the Business Abundance Podcast. Yeah. Cheers. Um, so we've had some really good feedback on our previous episodes. Thank you all. Yes, if you um, have any feedback that you'd like to send us, or any topics you'd like us to touch on, just shoot us a message on Facebook or email us at contact contact@businessabundance.online. At Today, in this episode, we're going to. Be- so
2: before, I just interrupt you there, but yeah. about the last podcast, thanks everyone for listening. But um, did you have anyone come up to you and just say, oh, I to your podcast?
0: <laughs> My mum.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was literally, I played cricket and on the, on the weekend, I was, I was playing cricket batting and this, this guy came out who doesn't really play, just filling in for the team. And um, after a couple of overs, I just, I know he owns a business. I was like, how's business, mate? And hadn't talked him for a couple of months. He's like, oh, it's not, it's, not, it's, it's business company. i have been listening to your podcast. Yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. I see a few people listening to it. For our team or the other two? Oh, no, Ian's on our cricket team too. She had no on our team, but go on, Zahara.
0: That's fine. Um, today, we're going to be talking about how to avoid a burnout. Um, Rowan, can you tell us why oh. this is important?
2: Wow. Avoiding burnout saves your tyres on your car. Or in business, it sort of helps you stay in control of it. Um, if you burn out, you're generally stressed. So burnout comes from stress. Um, you burn off, you're going to be a bit low on energy. You're going to make some questionable decisions. You're not going to really enjoy anything you're doing. Um, (laughs) and you're probably going to annoy everyone around you as well.
0: And have you ever been in a burnout stage? Yeah.
2: Yep. And pretty much what
1: Rowan just said. It's, uh, it sucks, for want of a better word. It's, it's not ideal. You don't really notice it happening until it's fully-fledged burnout. Um, well, there's an um. I got one in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Yeah, it, it comes from a, uh, what, what would you say, uh, not, not an abundance mindset. So when you're when I first started with a business, actually before I started a business, uh, it was, we need more money, we need more money, we need more money. You've got to work harder, got to work harder. Uh, you start yeah. doing 12, 14-hour, 15-hour, 16-hour days. You're all, all you're doing is working, not putting a, uh, that time aside for yourself and your family. And before you know it, you're crashing a heap. Yeah. And it's not much fun. You, you, you don't notice it happening until you've got no energy and you're cranky at your kids for no reason or your wife or significant other or... thems whichever we're talking about in this world today, and uh, it's
2: not fun, so avoid it. I think a lot of people can relate to that listening. We'll
0: talk about a couple of those stories after the break. Welcome to the Business Abundance Podcast, providing the tools and knowledge to help small business owners succeed. For additional resources, visit www.businessabundance.online. So Ian, you touched a little bit on your burnout story. Could you share a bit more about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, The first time it happened, I was actually working in a factory and it it was just work, 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 no social life, got to make money, you're trapped in that rut of... Need to pay bills, need to do this, need to do that, and you're not really making any choices. Your your commitments outweigh your life choices. And yeah, you just didn't feel it coming on. Eating crap. Absolute garbage because you just grab bites to eat whenever you could.
2: How good are chips though?
1: Chips are good. <laughs> chips are real good. Not for <laughs> hot, hot, hot chips are great. But yes, not so nutritious that they uh they help your mental state let's put it that way Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's uh all of a sudden just uh one day uh felt terrible like more terrible than I normally did you 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 reach a point where you're uh you're not feeling great but it's just your new norm and then all of a sudden it, it peaks and down you go
0: can you tell me what the consequences are after that day that you just woke up and you felt quite nasty? What happened after that?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, you. It's it's. You don't like to say rock bottom because there's plenty of people who have it worse, but personally, it was not great. You're you're very lacking energy, I suppose. Not really yeah. talked. Not really talked about it a lot, so it's hard to put into words. But it's. Um, we just put it all on the spot this morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, you haven't got the energy. You're not very productive. You you don't like who you are. If that makes sense. Yeah. It. Uh, you, you're angry a lot. I, I felt that I was I was not myself. Uh, I'm normally pretty jovial and pretty happy these days because I've come out the other side. But you're uh, you you're not a likable person. Uh, I've, looking back, you can see people kind of avoiding you. Uh, because of who you are and you don't feel great uh, trip to the doctor uh who said yep you're malnourished you're not eating right you're uh, you're burning the candle at both ends will tell me something i don't know doc uh yeah It if i was in a business at the time i would have pulled up stumps put it that way mm-hmm. um, and i had it happen early on in business where i noticed it early and that was again coming from that lack of abundance where thinking where's the next dollar gonna come from so once you realize that there's plenty to go around for me I found much more enjoyment in my life knowing that yep there's plenty to go around we don't have to be scrimping and saving or trying to get over the top of somebody else to get the next
2: dollar Mm. it's an interesting comment you said Like there's plenty to go around but um, changing from chasing the dollar like where's the next dollar where's the next dollar worrying about that to going oh. You know, there's plenty to be around. So obviously you're getting clients and, and work's coming in. But we talked about business models and things like that. Um, I think usually that has a lot to do with people once they've got their business set up correctly, you know, doing the right thing for the right people, doing a service at a price people are happy to pay that they actually want. Um, you know, you get those you get those clients, you find out oh, there's a lot of work out there because you're doing something people value. Um, rather than going, oh, I really need money. I've got to do Whatever every day to get that money so you know do you think that's relevant at all
1: absolutely it is that's uh that's probably the catalyst to burnout right there i mean you start a business and there's a lot of costs involved in starting a business and then you've got to try and retire that debt so it's all about money Uh, and you stop you stop doing what you started doing it for in the first place yeah uh, and that's that's your first step to burnout right there in my opinion Uh, not being a psychologist but it, uh, have it, having experienced it, it, it's always come. I've been probably through two actual burnouts where you would say it's I've crashed. And both times has come from me not feeling like I've got enough. Yeah. Uh, and instead of focusing on the positives of there's plenty out there for everyone and there's plenty for that I can do that creates value in another person's life, it's all about me 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 what can i get what can i get what can i get and you forget about the important stuff
2: yeah it's good points good points so you're going back to what's you know what is burnout and i think ian's experience there is a really good example and you know i've seen it a lot of times with a lot of people through my career and you know i've been burnout times as well but um he's touched on a few points that the signs of burnout you know it's people feel exhaust- exhausted um, burnout comes from being stressed from a long period of time. You're know, burning the candle at both ends. Um, if you, you're stressed and you, you state remain stressed for a long, time, people say, oh, "I can handle it. I can handle it. I can handle it." Yeah. you can always handle it till that day you don't handle it. Um, like the straw that breaks the camel's back. You know, That saying's there for a reason, isn't it? That's a really good point
1: because it is. It's a tiny little thing in the scheme of things. You've handled everything big. You think you're just starting to get your head above the water and one of your kids will say, can you make me a sandwich? Bang, down you go. <laughs> and it, it's something as small as that, and your kids notice it, or your family notices it, or whoever notices it, and it'll be the tiniest little thing, and all of a sudden you're like, I really don't like who I am.
2: Yeah, that's nasty. It's no good. I remember for me, um, my, my story is, straw breaks the camel's back, just a really good example. I remember I've, I, I had a yacht, and you know it wasn't a great yacht, and it required a bit of work, and... And we invested a fair bit of work and money into it. And we had a lot of equipment we bought on board and it got broken into and in the middle of the river and whatnot. So I was pretty unmotivated to fix it after that for a while. Um, but one day I remember sitting at my desk and then I was, I was doing something and then I, I was looking around and I can't remember what happened. Um, and I think I missed about half a minute, something like that. I was like, that's that's not normal. Uh, I didn't feel stressed. I didn't feel like I had a problem or anything like that. But I was like, well, that's weird. And then I was talking to my um, colleague, you know, a good uh, mentor for me. He's like, are you stressed? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm all good, pretty much normal. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, just tell me everything you're doing at the moment. I was like, doing this, doing this, doing this. Got this going on. This person's got this problem. And then do-do-do-do. And then I'm blah, 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 and, you know, this was, wasn't when my boat got broken into or anything like that, but it was in the middle of the river, so every time there was a storm, you had to go check on it, go look after it, and, you know, all these things, and he's like, I think you got a bit of much on your plate, mate. I was like, no, nah, it's all good, and then he goes, Oh, yeah, just just cut a few things out for a while, you'll probably feel better. And then I sold the boat for like a dollar, someone paid me two dollars because he didn't have a dollar coin, he could fix it up, and that was fine. I thought, like, Go to a good home, and you know, if you've, if you've done boats, you know, they're, they're expensive and you need time to maintain them. So I thought, Well, at least this guy, he's, he's got time and money, he can go nuts and look after it. Um, but yeah, immediately felt better, you know, it was just that one thing taken off my plate, like, it wasn't really a problem. It, you know it was every three weeks maybe with a storm i had to go check on it but it was just one thing you had to think about and and just reducing that that burden and it makes a big difference but yeah so the other signs um you mentioned like you didn't feel like you're doing a good job and you felt like people were looking at you like oh who's this guy yeah he's no good um but one of the signs of burnout is that you you have a reduced sense of achievement um you don't feel good about what you're doing like you even if you do something awesome you just don't even appreciate it your self worth yeah I think you're you're highly critical on yourself and
1: that's what drives you to try and in my case be better but there was never good enough yeah um, now it's now it's I know what I can achieve I know what I can do and I, I give myself realistic time frames and I give my clients more importantly realistic time frames and realistic expectations yeah. based
2: on our abilities. Yeah. Um, The last thing sort of say about depression that um, some people link it to burnout, sorry. Um, Jumped the gun there. But yes, some people, some professionals um, that know a lot more about it than I do, um, link it to depression. Uh, if you look at a lot of the symptoms it's really similar mm. um you know it comes from a similar place um it's not the same thing it's not proven that you know burnout is depression or anything like that but you know, you know depression is a serious thing and you know some people think i'll oh, burn out i just need to take a break for a while but you've really got to go back and look at you know what's going on Reassert. you know it's a serious thing and like you're saying the impact it had on you and your life and you know like kids and things like that you know that's that's not good for anyone is it it's uh they're very similar and again
1: these are all my opinions i'm not a doctor.
2: Yeah, just disclaimer, we're not yeah, psychologists here. We're not, here or we're anything not like diagnosing
1: anything <laughs> uh, and we're definitely not giving you a cure. But uh, yeah, it's it, it, based on people that I know who have gone through depression and, and been right down at the what I would call rock bottom, where it's live or die stuff, you can see the signs are very similar. And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if there was a medical expert out there who would say, yeah, well, it is the same.
0: Hmm. You said that when you reach that burnout stage you if you owned a business you would close up shop basically. If you owned a business. So um, our audience is primarily business owners. Um, what as a as a business owner, Rowan, what would be the consequences for that business? You you would see the flow on effect. Oh
2: uh, yeah. So I've seen a lot of people start struggling in business, they start working bigger hours, they start having more problems, um, money problems, time problems, people doing the wrong thing, f- fixing things, breaking things, just you know, everything going wrong all the time. And you know, essentially those people generally, they're not making much money as well, um, because if they're making good money, they probably just let it go. Um, whereas if, they, if they've got the double whammy where things are going bad and they're not making money, they've got to get the money in because otherwise they've got to find it from somewhere so generally the the people I see going through that they just don't make sense they go from being intelligent people to intelligent people that they know what's wrong they generally know what to do about it they might ask for help or advice about what to do and they'll go yeah that's spot on but then they'll just do nothing else they'll either do nothing or they'll do the opposite it just they just don't make sense um and I think it's, it comes from stress and really stressed people are uh, like that as well. Not thinking
1: rationally.
2: Yeah, they're just dysfunctional. Yeah. Like They go, I oh, know these are all problems and I know I need to do this to fix it. And yes, I'm going to do that to fix it. But then you talk to them three weeks later and they would have done nothing and they were going, no, 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 these are all my problems and you didn't help me. Oh, it's like, oh, well, yeah. we talked about this.
1: I found a lot of self-sabotage as well. Yeah. Like a lot of procrastination, excuse me. And uh, hang on. <coughs> excuse me, um, <laughs> self-sabotage. Uh, but you knew you had to get this thing done. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll, I'll do this instead because this is the easy job. Yeah. Uh, and it's almost like a spiral. Uh, and again, you can you can hear yourself in the back of your head, I need to get this done, I need to get this done. But you're just not doing it and yeah. you don't know why. You can't, you can't put your finger on it. Uh, and then you're getting more stressed, you're getting angrier, you're getting more irrational. Yeah, and then explosion. Yeah, so
2: go back to the question, what impact has it had on the business? You know, you've got a business owner or a leader or whatever your role was in that business and someone that basically becomes unpredictable, unreliable and um, whether they know it or not, um, but generally stop. they stop helping and start becoming part of the problem.
0: What's the first way to avoid it? Forgetting things, fantastic. <laughs> oh, <okay. Good>
2: because <laughs> you came second in that golf. Course. Yeah. So the first way I think to to avoid a burnout, or when you've got a burnout, um, it's easy to say, but you know you probably should be doing more things with friends and family. Um, if you've got no friends and that's what you like, that's fine. But most people like friends and family, um, and you go into business to create more opportunities for yourself, create a better life for yourself, your friends, your family and maybe spending some more time with those people is a good step.
0: I agree, but what about those people that feel like they can't make time for friends and family because they're working?
2: Yeah, well, in Ian's story about his life experience, it's the buzzword, <laughs> buzzwords of the day, life experience, um, he's talking about how he was chasing the doll, he had to get that money. Now, a lot of people, if you're in the situation where you have to be at work, you've got problems you need to fix. And so I can't just say, do this and you won't have those problems. Because you know, it could be that they have to work in a warehouse, they have to do admin, they have to do invoice. Who knows what it is, there's probably a thousand different things people might have to be doing at work. But then he talked about what changed. Uh, well, in business now, he doesn't get burnout because he knows he does enough work, he does good work for people, He's getting paid enough, he's got enough clients, he's got it at a, levable, um, a manageable level where it's enough work for him to keep him happy doing what he wants to do. He said, you know, I'm not running a business per se with lots of people, but he's got it set up just how he wants it. Um, so if you don't have the time to be able to do things with friends and family, the is still the same. One of the things that will help you is to spend more time with friends and family. So you've got to look at, well, how can you do that? So priorities. Yeah. So if you're if you're too busy at work, what can you do not to be too busy at work? If you have to be at work, what can you do to change that? You know, is your business model completely wrong and it's never going to change? Well, probably shut down your business and go get a job or start a different business. Uh, if you're finding yourself at work doing things that someone else could do, well, maybe you should pay someone to do those things. That's just a couple of examples, but I think it's about looking at what the outcome. One of the outcomes you need is to spend more time with friends and family and forget about work. So, how can you do that?
0: So you've got to define enough, basically, or your goal. So, essentially, you know what is enough that you can do to be able to spend time with those friends there's, and family.
1: There's a social contract there as well, and defining it like that. Social contract. Yeah you wow. you, you, look <laughs> at, oh. yeah, you look at your your work, your business, your life, your family. Uh, your family's going to be there no matter what. Your job might not be. Your True. business might not be. Mm-hmm. Uh, make some time. If there's one lesson I could pass on from my limited life experience. Thanks, uh, Steve. <laughs> Me yeah, it's uh, Ian's
2: uh, 85 next
1: year, by yeah. the way. <laughs> no. Looking good, though, thanks to the uh, Botox regime. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, my kid, I missed the first three years of my son's life. Uh, And you don't get that back. You just don't. So I made damn sure when my daughter was born that I was in a position to be able to spend the time with her uh, because you just don't get it back. Uh, Your business can go through fluctuations, ebbs and flows, uh, prosperity, uh, break even or worse, but you get one shot at that. So don't don't sacrifice anything to,
2: to miss that. Mm. Yeah. It's a great it's example. Heavy. Yeah. It's <laughs> social contract. But yeah, like people give you, give you energy. So there's, um, I can't Namby Pamby. I can't remember the guy's name, but, um, there's a good speaker I listened to years ago. He was talking about energy and, and some people's a bit fuddy daddy, but it made a bit of sense. You know, everything you have, everything you own in your life. I think it's a Buddhist concept. Mm. Um, it has a string a connection to you so if you've got a TV is that that they believe that's got a string to you all these things um, and the more strings are drawing your attention or your energy away the less you have um, so the more things you have the harder it is to maintain and he that's that's one interesting point um, but the second thing was that some people give you energy some people take energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, friends and family generally, if you've got good friends and family, I don't mean go spend time with the friends you don't like or you know the hard work or you've got to solve their problems, but um, you have friends and family that give you energy or make you feel better or you know give you confidence or any of those things. By spending time with those people, you're gonna get more energy. You're gonna be better equipped to do your job. Um, and going back what, to what you asked C, which was what if you don't have the time to do that? Like you can't, well, If you're more productive you're probably going to end up with more time Um, so you know you you can try it but if you can't do it you've got to change something you can't just go I can't do it you've got to go what can I change to make this happen
1: the the hard pill to swallow is there's always time for what's important yeah Uh, whenever someone says I haven't got time to do that it means it's not a priority to you you'll always find time to sit on the couch and watch TV oh yeah Uh, you'll always find time to do what you enjoy Sometimes you have to make those hard choices and go, this is
2: the thing that needs to be done so that I can improve my life 10 years from now. Mm. I know for some people too, if you, you know, I keep coming back to money, but you know, some sometimes it's really associated with that um, because it's it's the bit where you have to go there. Um, but what's the worst that can happen? For most people, you're probably still gonna have your family. You might not have your house, but you know, at the end of the day, especially in Australia, we live in Australia, you're going to get government benefits, you're going to get government housing. Yeah, it's not, it's not the status you might want, but you're not going to be living in a cave or on the side of the street, generally. Um, you know, If you lose all your money, you lose your assets, you owe a lot of money, you, you're bankrupt, you're bankrupt for a, not a very long period now, and then it's all gone, it doesn't exist. Um, but like you said, your friends and your family will still be there, you're not going to get time back with your family, with your kids. So you know, what's the worst that can happen? Well, you're still going to be alive, you're still going to be eating, um, there's a lot of people worse off in the world, and you can always, Do something again. You know. If you're really failing and and struggling so much with what you're doing, you're probably just doing the wrong thing, you know.
1: If you've made it once, you can do it again. And anyone who's listening to this has probably been through bad days. Yeah. Some people horrendous days, horrendous years.
2: Unless you're Sahara playing golf. Well.
0: I'm always happy. Yeah. (laughs) Just always good
1: at golf. (laughs) Except when she misses those greens in regulation.
0: You never do that. I don't Not even know that what
1: that meant. means. And uh, <laughs> you, you look at your worst day. Uh, for some people, the worst day is, I know there's a scratch in my car. For some people, the worst day is they've lost a limb. Yeah. Uh, but you got through it. And you look back at that and you go, well, I got through that. I can get through this. And that's something that someone a lot wiser than me, I can't remember his name, but uh, he helped me out a lot. And it was just a random person at a workplace. Uh, who just said you know what doesn't matter how bad it gets you've got through it in the past
2: yeah still alive yep so on yeah so I think that's number one to answer your question mm-hmm. friends and family do what you need to do to spend time with people that they're you know, gonna give you energy and get you happier
0: do you have another way that we could help with burnout
2: yeah well I touched on change what you need to change but definitely definitely working on your problems so, burnout comes from stress. So, what's making you stress? What's what's causing you issues? Um, fixing the problems obviously will reduce your stress. But even without fixing them, having a plan of what you can do to make it better or how something's going to look in the future immediately makes people feel better. I'd, uh, I'd go one step back and admit that there's a problem. Oh, yeah. So, uh, assuming people.
1: Yeah. So, Yeah. because you don't know. And a lot of the time, you'll avoid True. the fact that you find a good mirror and have a good hard look at yourself. Essentially, yeah. Uh, are you happy? No, fix it. Yeah. Are you happy? Yes. All right.
2: Good. Yeah, I, sp- to fix. I suppose that's an interesting point, and, and unrelated to the second thing to fix it, but um, a lot of people, especially probably males, won't admit that they're stressed because you know you're meant to be stressed. You're meant to be doing <laughs> stuff. Big tough man. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're all meant to be stressed, We're all meant to be working hard, but I guess there's a difference between being under a bit of pressure and doing things because you know it's healthy and and being overwhelmed and taking it out on other people, isn't it? Huh.
0: Do you would that require that every week, every month, you kind of sit down because if you're at a point where you just go, 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 and you don't have the time to just stop and go, okay, there is an issue. Does it take consistent monitoring of what's happening in your business. So for example, like I was listening to a podcast this morning and they basically said, just write down at the end of every week, what went well, what went wrong. Um, And that way, at the end of the month, if you look at it in one month, two months, two months, (laughs) you can look back and go, well, that's bad, that's causing me stress. That's a consistent issue, how do I fix that?
2: Yeah, I think even just writing something down, you're probably gonna notice it straight away. Hmm. Because um, you wouldn't write it down if it wasn't important. Yeah. Just write something down that you, you're perfectly fine with. Today was a perfect day. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're not going to just write that, are you? And if you did, well, good on you. But um, yeah. You, uh, Hugh
1: Kalenberg, Resilience Project. Have you read his book? No.
2: Yes. Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> in- <laughs> no, I've read a lot of books, but I, which which part are you talking about?
1: Uh, the, the What went well. Yep. Uh, so Resilience Project focuses on gratitude, empathy, mindfulness, mm. which sounds a bit hippie when you say it like that, but the stories behind it, it's impossible to feel bad if, you, if you're feeling grateful. Yep. Uh, empathy, obviously, is being able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and feel what they're feeling, and mindfulness is living in the now. Uh, the gratitude part of it, for me... Uh, I was lucky enough to hear him talk, Hugh Kylenberg. Maybe put a link in your thingy, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get paid for it. And
0: <laughs> <get you money. laughs> okay, this
1: is why he is not stressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, unpaid promotion. Uh, it's impossible to feel bad when you are feeling grateful. Yeah. Uh, so, at the end of each day, and I've started doing this with my kids, is three things that went well today. Do that in your business. What went well today? Not what's going good; it's what went well today. Specifics, yeah, and and it's amazing the difference in your mindset um, in a very
2: short period of time. Yeah, it's a really good one. Spot on. Mm. Mm.
0: Um, so essentially, we've pointed out family.
2: Yeah. So the other one, just looking at fixing the problems. So. When you when you feel like there's no way out, there's no change, it's gonna to be, today's gonna to be the same day as yesterday. You know, the stuff, you're never gonna find someone, you're never gonna fix this problem. Um, it's a pretty hard way to get out of things no matter what else you do. But if you can sit back and go, okay, well, what, what do I need to change? Like how do how does this need to look to work? If you can figure that out and then come up with two or three things that moves you in that direction, even before you've implemented them, you're gonna feel like you can actually do something about it. Um, and feeling like there's an end in sight makes a massive difference. So yeah, like Ian said, you probably need to admit you've got a problem, and then be able to look at okay, well, what can I do to fix it? Like, who do I need to talk about to fix it? Um, talk with. Sorry. Um, do I need some help with it? Can I just sit down and look at my, go back to my business model and look at okay, well, does this fundamentally work? No, it doesn't. Okay, well, what do I need to change? Can I change it? Yeah, you know, spend a day, spend two days trying to do that. Well, you, you know. The other problems are probably still going to happen but it's not going to be the end of the world so just look at yeah what can you do to change things making a list is huge yeah yep. you know and then just work down work down what's most important but generally if yeah, if you are burnt out probably share that with someone whether it's a friend or a consultant advisor or a mentor or whatever because like i said people that are burnt out from my experience just don't make sense they know exactly what they need to do. So you might make that list, and it might be a good list, but then you just won't do it for whatever reason. You come up with a million excuses. So <laughs> I've made a
1: list. Everything's going <laughs> fine. Yeah.
2: So you know, still, you still once you've done that, you need to do something about it because otherwise, you're going to be burnt out and overwhelmed, and you've got your plan, but then you haven't done it. So you're going to say it didn't work, but you didn't really do it, and then you're going to be twice as bad off.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, is there a third way that you'd like to comment, or?
2: Yeah, look, there's lots of individual strategies and we, we touch pro- probably a few little ones in between. Like Ian just gave a good example there and I'm talking about before, you know, having a lot of stuff and a lot of connections to things and, and people. But um, I think pretty pretty simple stuff, but get a hobby. You know, it's, um, if you find yourself obsessing with work and you can't take your mind off it, you probably should find something else to obsess over, you know. Like, currently, I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I play a lot of cricket, but um yeah you know, i'm not thinking about work i'm de-stressing and it means i'm more productive when i'm at work you know it gives me something else to do that's yeah it's, it's not make or break if i if i go bad it's not the end of the world but i can have fun with it I can catch up with some people and do things um and i generally feel better um i'm not thinking about work and the next day i can go and do what i need to do and that's all good um, so i think uh, friends and family is one thing but have a hobby because friends and family you're, doing, you're talking to other people you know it's not for you but with a hobby you're doing what you want to do so whatever you, your passion yeah whatever it is you like go do it now make time like we talk about before but do what you need to do to make the time and generally people hopefully they'll support you and allow you to do that like if you've got a family it might be like oh you, you can't you've got to look after the kids or you got to look after your partner or whatever that is but at the end of the day if you're You're not looking after yourself that's what they say in planes when the the masks come down you put your mask on first because if you can't breathe you're not going to help anyone else put their mask on you know um whereas everyone's like oh no i'll help my partner put her mask on or his mask on first and that doesn't really fundamentally make sense because then you know you're going to be stressed out you're no one's looking after you and then you're going to be snapping at them and you're going to be walking in i think someone said to me the other week he's well, I can't remember what we're talking about because oh, it's the worst thing when you get home and, and you don't feel upset but then someone says something to you or my wife says, says you know, how's it getting?" and you're like oh, and she's like, oh, what's wrong with you and that's not how you wanted to start start off the evening like, it's exactly not what you wanted it's not what you're looking to do but that's just what happened because people sense these things and then you're like, oh, I just need something in between to just to get back on a level keel, yeah It's okay to put yourself first yeah, well, you, you've got to. you does not say be a selfish pig. No. <laughs> but if you can't look after yourself, like if you don't have enough money to look after yourself, you don't have enough money to look after other people. Yep. Um, if you don't have enough resources to look after yourself, you don't have enough resources to look after other people. If you don't have the headspace to look after yourself, well, you don't have the headspace to look after other people. So if you want to be looking after other people, the first thing you need to do is make sure you can, you can look after yourself, and then you're in a good spot to do what you need to do, you know?
0: That's uh, the not eating the hot chips.
2: Not eating the hot chips. <laughs> the hot
0: chips are so good. Ah, but not good. Vinegar.
1: Vinegar's good for you. <laughs> yeah, we just dose it in vinegar and then we're allowed to have the hot chips.
0: Good That's Good for your gut.
2: i always try to figure out why in the UK it's smashed or smooshed peas with mm. the fish and chips. So it's like fish, chips, with vinegar and the, the peas.
0: That's so random.
2: Like how do you think they came up with that? Need to get the greens in.
0: Yeah, they feel good about <laughs> it. Yeah. It's like a salad. It's like
2: equipment. a pie floater in Adelaide. Yeah. So, someone said to me the other day, and you can fact check this, I have, I have no idea. It's not my <laughs> specialty. But, so, you know, fish and chips is really fatty. The oil, et cetera, bad for digestion. So, peas, good for digestion. Mm. And vinegar helps break down fatty food. Yeah. So, you know, here in Australia, everyone just puts tomato sauce on. And then wow. probably upset stomachs all around. And you know, if you're eating a good bit of battered fish and then you eat a bit, you're like, This is great and then quickly it turns into, Oh, this is hard to eat. Um, yeah, you know, the vinegar, the no vinegar and stuff makes like it so you that. can keep eating more.
0: That's Terrible. Yeah, better that's, for
2: digestion.
1: That's a young person's attitude. You see, your digestion's <laughs> all good. Once you once you get over thirty five, oh. better have some smashed peas and vinegar with my chips. <laughs> anyway, we're completely off topic. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. absolutely. That's terrible. Um,
2: <laughs> Take control. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so essentially, to avoid burnout, you just want to. Or not. It's no easy solution, and again, we're not counsellors. We're not psychologists. Yeah, but if you
2: are struggling, you do get some help. Get you know, go yeah. talk to someone.
0: But from our experience with business owners, seek family and friends, identify your issues, and then take up a hobby.
2: Yeah. There's yeah. lots of other things you could do, but yeah, you know, if you're but looking yeah, after yourself, you're, you're spending time with people that matter.
0: Good um,
2: you're doing things that, you know, just probably adjust your perspective. Ian talked a lot about perspective of the world goes on. What's What do you want? Like your friends and family aren't leaving and mm. this, that and the other. Um, you know, work's not everything. So mm. do what you can to change your perspective, get a bigger picture, um, and then, then look at what you need to do to fix what's making you stressed. And realize that,
1: you're probably not gonna be able to avoid stress in all its forms. Yeah. So
2: learn how to deal with it. yeah. You know, the better off you are, the better you're gonna deal with it yeah. when it comes along and if you keep dealing with it as it comes, you're not gonna get built up. It's gonna take more to make you stress because you've you've dealt with that anxiety, you've dealt with that yeah. hardship. Um, but yeah, just we we didn't mention it particularly, but if you know you're really struggling, if you haven't got people to talk to or you know seek professional help, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, because going through it with other people, sometimes you—I do it all the time. If you—if I get frustrated, I'll go complain. I was playing cricket the other day. I got run out, and I went. Went um, uh, by my partner, and I went back into the, the change room, and someone was sitting there. So I blamed him for it. You know, <laughs> I knew it was ridiculous. He knew it was ridiculous, but it made me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, sometimes just talking about things, even if it's crazy, it's it's good for you. A so, problem shared is a problem halved. Yeah, even if it's, it's a run out. Yeah. So there's this free professional lines you can call. There's, there's counselors, and you know, professionals actually know what they're talking about. Whereas we're just talking from our experience. But um, yeah, definitely talk to people.
0: We're gonna wrap this episode up now. Um, In our next episode, we're gonna take some time to discuss how to improve employee morale. Um, For us, it's just finished Christmas season and people are heading back to work. Um, So I feel that people are in a holiday hangover. So if that is your employees, I encourage you to stick around for the next episode um, and then create a fantastic business for your 2022. If you have any questions about what we've talked about today, make sure to visit our website, book a catch up, um, or you can email us at contactbusinessabundance.online. At we will talk to you in the next episode.
2: Goodbye. See ya.